0: What's up everybody? This is Mario and I'm back with another episode of Endurify. And what I want to do today is I want to continue to build on the list of 17 reasons why you're not getting faster. And yesterday I started to share kind of the first five Uh, five answers to that. And this is really all about kind of experts weighing in on the small things that you're neglecting that could give you a big boost on race day. And like I've talked about before, it's really is those small things that are compounded over time that stack and build up and lead to you having an awesome race and an awesome performance. Um, And what I want to do is I want to share the next uh, six things that are on the list. So if you didn't listen to yesterday's episode, here's just a real quick rundown. So yesterday I mentioned that the first five reasons. You don't practice transitions. You're not drinking enough coffee. You're going too hard on recovery days. You're not committed enough or you're not fueling long rides properly. If when you hear those, you're thinking, huh, that might be me. I recommend you listen to yesterday's episode because I go into a little bit more detail on those. So with that, let's get into the rest of the list. So the sixth reason why you're not getting faster is you're not doing this swim session. And so this section talks about an LA based open water swim coach named Brian Minio, And he sees these issues all of the time. And it's triathletes of all levels, they show up to the pool, they put on their uh, MP3 players, and they just go through the motions of completing a swim workout. I am raising my hand because I am like totally guilty of that. Uh, So many times I just kind of look at, okay, how many meters do I need to swim today or how much time do I have? And I go through the motions and Uh, you know, that's not going to lead to you improving over time. You know, right now, I haven't really swam in almost like a year because pools are closed and I haven't been doing as many open water swims. And I know that if, if I were to, you know, have the chance to go to a pool, I would... Uh, I would definitely take advantage of that now and what he talks about is approaching swims with no particular focus or training goal basically just limits your progress but it can also result in you being way less interested in swimming altogether and so instead of that what he recommends is you should try and increase your lactate threshold and consistently train at the pace with progressively shorter rest intervals and So that's one thing you can do. Another thing that you want to do, according to, to this, uh, open water swim coach is you want to use time trials. So you want to do kind of a monthly time trial that you can do, or you want to do a baseline swim. So do, you know, however many meters it is. I think you can do 300 meters with 30 seconds rest and do that three times, or even just do a thousand meters and have that be your base. And then each month do that same workout. Um, and See how your times compare. Ideally, that will give you the focus, and you'll be able to see your improvement over time. So that's the first one. You're not uh, you're not doing this swim session, and that's specific to the time trials and uh, consistently training with shorter rest intervals. So the next one, you're approaching your run training wrong. Okay, so. This one, uh Bobby McGee, he's a, a famous running coach and USA triathlon performance advisor. And he he states that it's pivotal to have some form of repetition training if you want to perform at a high level. So there's a lot of benefits for long course racing like half Ironmans and Ironmans. You wanna you get to actually increase your functional strength and your power and ease at your race pace. So what he really suggests is incorporating hills into your workouts and he what he says is hills are a far better way to go um in terms of mechanical stresses on the legs uh because that that mechanical stress is so much greater on um on your legs than the track at flat speeds so an elite triathlete can do you know 10 by 200 meters on a track in under 30 seconds, but they can only do a 530 pace in a hill workout. And so the hills provide a greater benefit, quicker recovery, and more safety than just a regular track workout. So if you are a triathlete, you really want to do hill work. Um, This is something that Again, I'm probably not the best at, but after reading this, you know, as I get into my training, I'm definitely going to try and incorporate that one. All right, this next one, I'm also guilty of this. I'm like 0 for 3 so far. You are not doing yoga. So even though you're probably wondering, like, what the heck? I've already got to swim. I've got to bike. I've got to run. Who has time for a fourth activity. Um, yoga, in a regular practice of yoga, can make you a better triathlete, according to this expert. Things like enhanced flexibility, balance, full body strength, recovery, range of motion, focus. It is a worthy investment of your time. So, you know, for kind of triathletes like you and me in particular, dynamic stretching of kind of athlete-friendly yoga really can result or can uh, can fix some of the tightness and imbalance that come from uh, the daily workouts that we have so definitely want to think about how can you incorporate yoga or just more regular stretching all right this next one Uh, you are not maintaining your bike you're not maintaining your bike and This one, I'm like super embarrassed to admit, like I'm horrible with maintaining my bike. Like I tell all of my friends that I don't even know anything about bikes. I just ride them and I just rely on taking my bike into uh, the shop to get maintenance. And every time I bring it in, they're like, whoa, this thing is in rough shape. I'm like, yeah, you know, I just, I don't know a lot about it and I haven't invested the time to learn about it. But you really want to try and maintain your bike and more specifically in this article, it's talking about your drivetrain because when a chain is not properly cleaned and lubed with kind of some high efficiency lubricant, friction levels increase at the sliding surfaces of each chain link. And this can be a five watt difference, according to these experts, between top performing and poor performing uh, different lubricants. So that's, you know, if you're trying to cut off a few seconds on your time, you definitely want to uh, think about that. So um, another thing, a dirty chain, which is, you know, when you don't actually clean your chain, um, has been shown to add an additional three watts or take away an additional three watts so again over a long enough course a dirty chain is going to slow you down um so you really want to um clean your bike and lube your chain before every training ride is what uh this this expert recommends um so that's the ninth reason why you're not getting faster all right the 10th one here we go you are cutting corners so, not doing simple things like warming up, cooling down, or strength work will keep you from maximizing your workouts and leave you more prone to injuries. So, this is from Mike Ritchie. He's the head triathlon coach um, in, for a triathlon company in Boulder, Colorado. And he recommends a warm up before every workout and especially before harder workouts. Um, and that's for each sport that's for swim that's for bike and that's for run so for the swim you can kind of start with some easy laps alternating between uh, the perfect swim technique with drills Uh, for the bike you can just start in an easier gear and if you're running you can just do some easy running with a quick cadence and include drills and I mean a lot of reasons or a main reason why people will skip this or whenever I skip like an early uh a warm up and I just get into it is because of a time crunch. Um but you really want to just plan ahead and try and give yourself that time for the warm up activity. Um so that is the main part of that topic. Uh, another one is uh not neglecting strength work. Uh you know when you're working out in three sports, you need to be careful of all of the moving parts and you know you really want to work on your limiters your mobility and your strength and You know, you want to try and do that as much as you can in season, but especially out of season. Just try and get some lifts in maybe once, maybe twice, or if three times a week, if you're able to with core work and mobility. And uh, just try and incorporate that into your training as much as you can. Again, these are the small things that can make a difference to help you go faster. Uh, So, the last one that I want to talk about today is reason number 11. And that's that you can't turn off the internal chatter. And the, this is the one where I've probably talked the most about it on this podcast. And it's just, you know, triathlon will challenge you physically and mentally like nothing else. And you really kind of push yourself to the edge of your potential to have a breakthrough performance. So when your, your lungs and your legs are screaming, you've got to be able to have that positive self-talk, um, you know, and, and, uh, Mark Allen, he's, an Ironman legend and coach. And um, what he talks about is when those feelings come up, Sometimes the best thing to do is silence any internal uh, dialogue. And he believes that in the toughest moments, it's it's almost impossible to find a positive thought. And even if you do tell yourself something positive, you're probably not going to believe it. So what he says is he finds it much more powerful to practice getting into that quiet place where you really don't have any thought. You're aware and alert and responding to what's going on, but you're not assessing or judging it. Uh, So you've got to, in his opinion, train your mind to embrace the quiet. So, um, you know, what he talks about is when you're out and you're training and that ch- internal chatter is going on, try and take a breath and let it go. And it's a very simple technique. Um, and five minutes later, if that happens, try it again. So, Those are six more reasons why you're not getting faster. Just to recap, uh, you're not doing the swim session with the time trial. Uh, You're approaching your run training wrong. You're not incorporating hills. Uh, You're not doing yoga. You're not maintaining your bike. You're cutting corners, and you can't turn off that internal chatter. And I think I already admitted this when I went through this list, I am like not doing great with a lot of these things. But again, these are just small things that you can incorporate over time and they stack. And if you build them consistently, they will lead to a faster performance. So uh, that's where I want to bring it back to you and just, you know, ask yourself with those things that I mentioned today, which of those, you know, do you want to work on? You know, pick one and try and implement it today, try and implement it this week, uh, try and implement it in your next workout. So that's what I have for you today. I hope that that served you and I'll talk to you all later.